This is Two Guys Talking About with Kevin Colby and Bill Jordan. Welcome to Two Guys Talking About. I'm Kevin. I'm Bill. Today, we're talking about, which is kind of odd for me, and I'll tell you why in a minute. We're talking about books. <laughs> so, so, here's the thing. Bill said, hey, why don't we talk about books? And I thought, well, this could finally be Bill's dream of doing one guy talking about. <laughs> I just don't read books. I've read some, and I do have some favorites. I'm just not a book reader. One who does not read is no better off than one who cannot read. Come on back. I think about that. One who does not read is no better off back. than one who cannot read. Okay, so is, that's good. No, that's bad. Bad for you. Okay, dang it. And there's another great quote, too. There's no such thing as a kid who doesn't like to read. There's only kids who haven't found the right books. Okay, so now I can Or read. you. Well, or me. Or me. I can read. I just... Here's the thing. I mean, and, and there used to be... So we were talking about this earlier. I, okay, then let's change it to one who doesn't read... Okay, maybe one ...is who, no better than one who cannot read. There we go. There we go. Because, I mean, I... You know, in high school, I really got into there was there was a pulp um, kind of comic book hero <laughs> in the forties, Doc Savage. And uh, is this it? Is this your argument for reading is comic books? Oh, I, I've wrote that down. Do comic books count? I say yes. When I was in high school, I started getting into these Doc Savage. Doc Savage was written like in the 40s or 50s. It was a guy named Lester Dent. Then they he actually pinned him under uh, uh, Kenneth Robeson. And, <laughs> and the character is set like in the early turn of the century, very smart, crime-fighting, and the books were phenomenal. I've actually still got them. Okay. I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you this. In our utility room. Okay. So, but you don't read them anymore. Oh no! So you save comic books. This is your argument for reading. Okay. This is all you've got. Look, I don't read books, but I've saved comics. I I have an I have way too many comic books at home because I got into comic books and I love. But here's why I like about it. Before you start hating too much, it's the pictures. It's like a storyboard, <laughs> you know, because there's a lot of pictures. I don't care how old you are, if you pick up Doctor Seuss, the Cat in the Hat. And read it. It's a blast. And try reading it out loud. That's true. Reading it to your kids or your grandkids. Yeah. It's a blast. Dr. Seuss. Kevin and I were talking, also before we started rolling on this, about in school. And I do remember, and I must guilty. I, I plead guilty. And I'm not proud of this. But I did legitimately read the Mark Twain book, A Connecticut Yankee in King Arthur's Court, which was a great book. And I did a book report on that virtually every year of high school. <laughs> I've already read it. Yeah. But they're not checking to yeah. see what I, I yeah. read last year. So I did a book report on Connecticut Yankee and King Arthur's Court. Every year. Every year. I used to go up and get it. We would have to have our books approved. And so I would find some book that I read at some point because I didn't want to read it again. And I would go up and say, Can I read this? Yes. I was done. <laughs> <laughs> I, I just kind of turn in your paper and the teacher says, Kevin, this is dated last June. Yeah. yeah. I do remember one of my book reports, though. It was on the, A Tale of Two Cities. Ah. And we had to list... It was the best of times. It was the worst of times. And and it was like you had to list what was your favorite part. And I wrote down when it was over. 
I don't, I don't, I don't think I did very well on the paper. <laughs> Books are important to me. Um, they just are, and I, I, I've got a. I've got a kind of a closet over here with shelves. We're looking at it. It's full of books. It's just bookshelves full of books that I'll never get to. But I love real bookstores. I, I love when I happen upon a real bookstore. I do read off of Kindle. I'm reading a book right now on my Kindle called Talk Like Ted. It's about mm. how to develop an excellent TED Talk, if you're familiar with the TED Talks. And there are a zillion of those, and they're quite inspirational. I, I can't think of the author's name, though, to recommend it for you. But this is a curious thing for me. Um, when I'm reading from my Kindle and then I switch to a real book, when I get to the end of a page on a real book, my right thumb twitches to turn the page. <laughs> it's, it's the melding of technology with old school. That's funny. And my thumb goes, hey, it's not, the page isn't magically disappearing in the new one, you know, popping up. Anyway, that's a really, really good book that I'm currently working on. I'm juggling several books right now. Um, Gary Vaynerchuk's Crushing It about social media and how to get a hold of all of that stuff. That's the second one. Yeah, he wrote right. Crush It, and now he's, right, yeah. now he's written Crushing It, right. which I've just renewed. I get it from the library. You know, it's crazy. To, people go, why don't you just buy it, you cheapskate? It's like, I've got a <clears> closet <throat> full of books I bought. I, I, get, I don't have time to read now. So if the library will loan it to me for a couple of weeks, a couple of other books I really want to recommend. Uh, it's old school, and a lot of people laugh at this. Dale Carnegie, who wrote these books, I think maybe in the 30s, People, oh, Dale Carnegie is like, his book, How to Stop Worrying and Start Living. I read when I was about 23 years old, which was not in the 30s, by the way. <laughs> that book changed my life because until I read that book, I worried about everything. At the age wow. of 23, I was worried about everything. And that book, it was like a light switch got thrown in me. Now, I still need to review that sometimes and some of the principles in that book, but that's. You know, why they well, they say, that you, do you shower every day? It doesn't stick, right? So you got to do it. You, that's why we've got to refresh ourselves with these ideas. Another book that he wrote, How to Win Friends and Influence People. Mm. Obviously, I need to review that. <laughs> uh, but I, those you know, two I, books. We could all use that. Those one. two books hand <clears throat> in hand are, you know, for, for a new graduate or something, yeah. give them that book. And if they will read it, keep those books. Uh, they are tremendous references on, on how to get through life, I, I think. Um, Andy Andrews, who is a writer and a stand-up comedian and a motivational speaker, he wrote a book called The Traveler's Gift, and it's one of the best little books I've ever read. It's about a guy who's rendered unconscious in a car accident, and it's like he travels through time subconsciously while he's in a coma, and he visits with seven people in history, and they each teach him a lesson. Really? Yeah. The Traveler's Gift. Excellent. Um, a book I'm reading right now also, I say reading right now also, in that it's on my nightstand, is this. And it's not like a war book. It's called The Way of the Seal hmm. by a former a retired uh, U.S. Navy SEAL Lieutenant Commander Mark Devine. And it's really about mindset. And it's about setting goes and accomplishing goals and I and got a lot of great quotes in here I find it really really inspirational and the other thing that I, I like to recommend uh, if you think about maybe a, a great free throw shooter in basketball or a great putter or just a, a regular golfer a great golfer they all have a pre-shot routine a good free throw shooter yeah. in basketball will get to the line He'll exhale, he'll bounce it twice, and then boom. It's a pre-shot routine. It eliminates pressure, nerves, and things become automatic. So I started thinking about why then don't we start our day with a pre-shot 
routine, mm-hmm. basically. So what I do, I read from two books. They're, they're each like daily reading. So the first one is uh, Tony Dungy's Uncommon Life. Now, this is a Christian-based daily um, um, devotional, I guess you would call it. Love Tony Dungy. Uh, this is, my wife and I, Marianne and I, both read this daily. And it kind of rotates uh, various themes and some of them, I mean, I'm telling you, uh, it's like he's talking right to me on that day. Mm. This is a brilliant book. And something else I've kind of gotten into is the ancient Stoics, uh, the ancient Greeks and the mm-hmm. Romans. Uh, this is a book called The Daily Stoic. And again, it's a daily reading, just a little something to, to think about. There is a joke I have with my wife, though, because my wife is in, a, she's been in book clubs. She reads, uh, she reads constantly. I mean, constantly going to the library, checking things out. She does Kindle, too. And I'm like, you know, I would rather just watch the movie. <laughs> because here's my here's my thinking. And let you tell me if you you can you can like if you get this, you know. I could spend two months on a book and it and if it sucks, but if I watch the movie and it's like two hours and it sucks, yeah, well, yeah, it's two hours. I got time the to watch book, another the movie. The book is always better than the movie. That's not to say yeah. that the book is gonna be good, because yeah. they both could be bad. Yeah. But if you like a movie, if you read the book, oftentimes you will like the book better. And if I've read the book, which doesn't happen, I don't want to watch the movie. And if I've seen the movie, I don't want to read the book. And she wants to. She'll want to finish the book first before she sees the movie. Well, I happen to have a little first-hand knowledge about authors. Oh, yeah? Yep. Not that I'm a book writer myself, but I'm married to one. That's true. This is her book. A Miser, A Manger, A Miracle. And uh, originally uh, titled The First Christmas Carol, my wife Marianne had this published in 2013, I think 2013, but initially wrote it in 1999 in the form of a play for the youth church, the youth group at our church. Wow. And then it just kind of kept after to make it into a book. She locked herself in a Holiday Inn Express over a weekend, and and it became a book. Really? Yeah, and this has got, I don't know how many great reviews. I think an average of 4.8 out of 5 stars on Amazon. Many, many, many reviews um, and great reviews. Uh, so if you are, this is an Easter book, by the way, just as much as it is a, a, a Christmas book. And still available. Oh, yeah. Amazon. So we'll put everything's a link. available on Amazon. Well, there you go. We'll put a link to that. Uh, it is a good book. I've read that, and and actually, it was really cool. She gave me a signed copy, so I I, yep. I think that's neat. No, very um, proud of her with this, and a second one coming out, hopefully later on this year. Have you ever wanted to write a book? I've wanted to. It's very very hard. That's what I've heard. Yeah, I have ideas, but I've never committed. Yeah, to I've that. had ideas. I've got a great first line for a book, but I don't have the story. So you know, until then, nah, that's not my thing. So if you wrote a book. And then they did an audio book. Would you want to read your own book? I've got to read this book. I've got to audio do this book. Are you going to do that? I, I need to do that. Oh, that's cool. See, now, okay, as much as I don't like to read, what I discovered a year or so ago, maybe a couple of years ago, is I love audio books. Ah. And, and the first audio book I, re- I, I read, the first audio book I consumed was Gary V's Crush It. I was on a long flight to Phoenix, going out there on a business trip, and I thought I had a credit for Audible or whatever it is, mm. and I thought I'd try it. Loved it. Uh, not only did I like just just the, his story and the message there, but it was like I was having a conversation, even though they couldn't hear me mm. on the way back. And then the second one was a book called Vlog Like a Boss by Amy Schmidtower, who's now Amy Landina, who I just met. Yeah, not too she long did. Ago. Yep. And 
even if you don't care anything about video, it's it's a phenomenal book. I like, and I've got a bunch of them. I'm, I'm working now through uh, a book called Known by Mark Schaefer, and I've got a bunch in the queue. I guess it's a like it's like it's like a podcast for me because I just like that part of it. I can start and stop it. Uh, you can even do other things, uh, but just so everybody doesn't think I'm I'm like anti books. I've got a few books that are I would probably put on my list uh, of favorites, and I would recommend one's called Ruthless Trust mm-hmm. by a guy named Brennan Manning, and it's kind of about his um, his working through his trust with God. And a buddy of mine uh, recommended it, said it totally changed his relationship, and it is absolutely phenomenal. Whether you're a believer or not, uh, especially if you're not, it, it might be a good book to read. Uh, really good. The Case for Christ yep. uh, by Lee Strobel. Lee Strobel also uh, wrote Case for Faith. There's written yes, a bunch of yeah. Case for. Yeah. I've um, never I've got Case for Christ. I've read I've read Case for Faith. I've yeah. not gotten to Case for Christ. Yet. And and if you don't know this, this and by the way, there's a movie. I saw the movie. But I read the book long before the movie. Yeah, okay. If uh, if you don't know the story, he was an atheist, and um, was he Pulitzer Prize winning? And, and I think so, and, and went and out to prove Christ didn't exist, or he wasn't the Christ or whatever, and ended up being converted. Um, another one is uh, Selling the Invisible. I think it's Harry Beckwith. Um, it's a lot about marketing and selling, but it's it's really good. So if you're in marketing or sales, I would highly recommend reading that. Everybody's in marketing. Well, that's true. Uh, and another one though that I wrote down is Citizen Soldiers by Stephen Ambrose. I've got it. Yes, great book. Have you? Ever, yep. It's it is so good, and it's about uh, the Normandy uh, D-Day invasion into Normandy pushing in, and about how a lot of these, a lot of the the people that started leading were just citizens and were young, and because the front line got mowed down and killed, really, really yeah, good book. Yeah, excellent book. So, uh, so a question we have for you is, if you read, and I really do hope you do. How, how kind of yeah, me. Yeah, how, how kind of me. Um, <laughs> but what what is your favorite book, and what's the impact it's had on you? Yeah, we'd like to hear from you, make a comment, or... Uh... However else you want to do it. Yeah, yeah. Just drop that in there and share it. If you got a link to the book or something like that, that's that's cool too. And share this with somebody because you know, sharing is caring. That's what we've heard. And uh, we really appreciate though you watching, you being you. And until next time, I'm Kevin. I'm Bill. Actually, all the time I'm Kevin. I understood what you meant. Okay, thank you. This has been two guys talking about with Kevin Colby and Bill Jordan. If you have an idea or comment or you're interested in sponsoring the show, connect and find out more at twoguystalkingabout.com. Two Guys Talking About is produced by Colby Creative Media.